0: To Mission Forge. I'm Bobby Jankovic. I'm the broker of Remax Capital. And Mission Forge is where iron sharpens iron. So there's no hiding it right now. The market is smoking hot. It's in Fuego. Things are going crazy. Uh, multiple offers are a given. And you're you're likely to go into pending status uh, within a few days. Um, Agents are learning and adapting, and buyers are giving up all sorts of things that they would normally expect as fairly routine in a purchase situation, Um, elbowing out the competition by bringing more money to the table, uh, paying more for the property than it is listed. And, And so the focus today is not on how to navigate that because... That is, and that's an important conversation, but I'm thinking ahead and, and I think we need to prepare ourselves and our clients to think down the road a little bit. Um, there is some fear out there that that perhaps, uh, you know, we're going to crest and, and the market will crash as it did um, about 12 years ago. I'm an optimist. I don't think that will happen. Uh, will the market change? Most definitely the market will change as it always does. But um, I, I think what I want to focus on is having that conversation with our, our new homeowners, either people that are about to buy or people who have bought and in, in a situation where they've maybe paid 105, even 110% of of what the list price was. What are you going to do? What can you do that in three, four, even two years, three, four, five years, you need to sell or want to sell, how can you plan for that time and, and maybe come out hopefully ahead of the game or break even Um, because covering 10%, depending on the house, I mean, you know, if your average house is 300,000, you know, how are you going to make up that 30,000 if the market stagnates for a few years or something? So that's where I want to put your mindset. Um, Obviously, Part of that conversation is, hey, don't plan to move right away. I, I want you to, if you can, stay in place for 5, 7, 10, 12 years, all right? Some people, this is going to be their stay-home house forever. That's the rarity. Usually, people's life change, and they need different things. Um, maybe there's a geographical change, or the family's growing, or shrinking, or whatever, but look... Have a, have a goal of being in there five to seven years. You know, seven years can usually absorb a lot of change in the market. But in the event that you're, you're a three to five year or something like that, what are some things that you can do starting right now to sort of lessen the blow of a possible hit? Hey, I paid this and, and now I can only sell for this. So, so that's where I am today. All right. Obviously, as I said first, try to stay longer. Um, you know, as real real estate agents, you know, buying and selling is good, uh, but truthfully, for you, if you can stay in place longer, that will help you financially. Um, in a lot of this, if you're not paying cash, if you leveraged your house, meaning if you got if you borrowed money, if you got a mortgage, a mortgage, um, you know, they structure those things. <laughs> so that they do benefit for the quick turn and then and that means that you don't pay back your loan in equal installments you know they the payment may remain relatively the same but you know that that interest and principal portion slowly change throughout the term of the loan and it's not until several years into the loan that you really start to have an impact on that principal balance You know, maybe, you know, on a typical 30 year note, it it might not be till year seven, eight, nine, ten, where you really start having a meaningful monthly chip away at that at that principal balance. And that's designed to, you know, to protect the lender and make them more money. Um, So because they're they're working off the interest and um, so. That, that is something that you have to keep in mind. So if, if you haven't bought, you, you could shoot for a 15-year mortgage. You could shoot for a 20-year mortgage, uh, a 10-year mortgage. Um, you know, Talk with your lender about that. I'm not going to recommend, if you have a 30, I'm not going to recommend the refi. Um, I know there probably are cases where it makes sense. And if, if that's true for you, then, then go for it. But given um, it usually takes three years to, to, to absorb the cost of a refi because it does cost money to refi, even though your payment may go down. Um, the It takes it takes away, it adds to your principal balance because usually you end up ro- <clears throat> rolling those expenses into the new loan. So there are ways to pay your mortgage down faster that don't involve a refi. And there's several ways. It's not just one. Um, so you can keep your 30-year note intact and treat it as a 20, a 10, or a 15 year note. Um, I think one simple rule of thumb is if you make an extra principal payment every month, you know, so if your principal payment is, you know, $78 and you add on a, an additional $78 and you do that every month, now that amount is going to change every month because every month the principal amount will, that you pay will go up. If you just do that, I believe it knocks you down to a 10-year schedule. So if if you make those additional principal—and there's no magic to the amount. You, you can just throw extra money that you have, like if you get a, a tax refund or, if you know, you overpay something and somebody sends you a check back or whatever. You can just put any amount towards principal, Um I read something that if you just start with a dollar and then you add a dollar every month to that, to that dollar, so your $900 payment next month will be 901, then it'll be 902, 903, and so on and so on. I read if you did that, it knocks you down to like a 20-year term, okay? And you save thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of dollars in interest by getting rid of it. Again, the whole point is, when you get to that year three, four or so, and, and, you know, let's say that the market just goes flat, you know, you've got, you overpaid for that house. So you have got to, now you might have put in, you might not have leveraged that overpayment. Okay. And, and that's good. You know, that's great actually, because that will keep you out of a short sale situation. But you might have put down, you know, your hard-earned savings on that. And you want to get that back, right? You don't want to walk away um, t- taking a hit. Although that's part of the game sometimes. And we'll talk about that more later. All right. So if you haven't leveraged that overpayment, you know, your goal in three or four years would be to get that money back. Ideally, you would get more than that back. But that may not happen. So the goal is to is to make your payment Chip away a little, add a little bit more each month to um, to your mortgage payment. Another style is just to make an extra payment every year. Okay, you might see the biweekly payment thing come in the mail. That's that's just a fancy way of saying you know instead of making twelve payments a year, make thirteen. Okay, all these things over time will accumulate. They're adding money into your equity account, right? Because you're essentially, you're paying, you're chipping away at it, at that note faster. Okay, so that's that's number one. The other thing that you can do is I want you to adopt a really serious maintenance schedule. You know, all right, you're not renting anymore. You are in charge of this house. And when it comes time to sell, if you have done your, your proper maintenance, then your sales uh process is going to be much easier now i want you to not think of the market where every listing is getting seven and eight nine ten offers i want you to think of the market where days on market is like 90 to 100 days and you may not get a showing for weeks and you may be asking your agent to do open house after open house and the agent may tell you hey i think it's time to lower the price again Remember, the market will shift. It may become a buyer's market again. And so if your maintenance schedule from day one uh, is adopted, that time when, when it comes time to sell, you will have much less to take care of. Not only will the buyers who do come into your house see, they can tell. It's easy to tell when somebody's maintained things, you know? And I'm talking... I'm talking everything, plumbing, electric, air filters, um, just things that break. Don't let, don't get behind, you know, have everything serviced. Uh, Again, it's going to cost you, but you get the enjoyment of a properly functioning system during the time you're living in the house. So that's number two, get serious about your maintenance, okay? And and as you need to, you need to replace things. Okay, I also want you to look at obvious updates, okay? That's going to help you. Update things such as your fixtures, any trim, flooring, countertops, and don't be afraid to look at green updates. Now, I'm not going so far as to say, like, look at solar panels or something like that. Solar panels is still a little bit of a gray area, especially if you're looking at a short-term stay in the house. And there's no real clear evidence on whether... It adds value for resale that I mean, you know, I think what you're doing if you go solar is you're you're tapping into a niche market and there are people that will see that as a premium. okay. and so that is a true statement. Some people do look for solar, but right now that's not a large number of people. Most people might be concerned What is the maintenance that I, you know, what happens if I have to change the roof? That question came up to me last night with one of my agents. What if I have to do roof maintenance? Or what if I need a new roof? What happens to the solar panels? So, again, solar is, keep an eye on it. Let's just say keep an eye on it. But there are a lot of green updates that you can do, and they are attractive to people. So, for instance, if you change out um, a heat and air system, you know, go with the higher efficiency model. It's gonna save you money. Yeah, it's gonna cost a little bit more up front, but it's gonna save you money and you will see a recovery on that, you know, because A, you've got a newer system and it's more efficient. And everybody loves efficient. Okay. Um, you know, you might wanna start low-flowing your your commodes and your your fixtures, you know, to to use less water and, and do it as maintenance comes up, you know, instead of fixing an old toilet, maybe, you know, replacing a toilet these days is almost as much as the maintenance itself. It's hard to say to believe that, but that's true. So instead of next time fixing a, you know, a flush valve on a toilet, maybe look at replacing it with, with a good quality, low flow commode. And that will help you with your utility bills and also add a little bit of value to your house. Um, so keep them mind. keep them, keep number three, keep them, uh, look out for updates that you can do to your home that will add value upon resale and also that you will enjoy while you are living there. That's a win-win. Okay. Don't be afraid to double down. What do I mean by that? Well, it might be time to look for an addition or convert a room over the garage. Um, maybe do a screen porch or a sunroom don't be afraid to double down just because you went in at 105 percent let's let's go forward a year and say that that la- lumber values drop again and contractors are hungry out there. you know you might have paid 180 a square foot for your house you might be able to build an addition for 120 a square foot. All right. So what is that going to do? That's going to sort of cost basis you to a lower a lower point on on your exposure. Right. When it comes time to sell, because you'll be selling a bigger home that, yeah, yeah, I paid 180 square foot for it. But my modified basis will actually be lower because now instead of 2000 square feet, I have 2500 square feet. And that last 500 square feet, I, I got done for a lot less. Okay, so don't be afraid to double down again important to realize, am I going to get use out of this? Uh, Am I going to give a place for my college age student to come home and stay? Uh, Will I provide uh, a multi-generational living opportunity for my family that that is needed? You know, my my parent, you know, can't live independently anymore. I need them to be at home. That's a real quality of life thing. And if you can invest in your family and solve a, a financial problem at the same time that's a, that's another win win okay um so pay attention to that now you you may not get every dollar back on that addition but it, it's almost like a discount right if you let's say you put 60,000 in on addition and it only adds 30,000 to your to your value of your house or 25 don't Don't look at it that as a pain point, you know, look at it as a discount on your way of life hey i'm I am spending sixty thousand dollars, but it's only really costing me effectively you know half of that because i'm getting I'm getting thirty thousand back into my equity right away, and it's gonna grow over time. okay, So don't be afraid to double down, especially if you believe in the neighborhood and the location. And you like the general area, that means other people will as well. Um, I want you to stay up on trends, okay? I just mentioned multi-generational. That's huge these days. Hey, pets are everywhere. It's so hard to find a family without pets these days. What are some upgrades and updates that you can you can do that that have to do with pets? Okay, there's a lot out there. Do your research. What would make your life better with with your dog, and and make just the overall daily experience more enjoyable? If there was certain facet of your house that that would just make things easier, and it's a selling point. Again, you get to enjoy it. Your pet gets to enjoy it. And then when you go to resell, maybe it's an outside shower. Maybe it's an indoor. You know. Uh, changing a getting a mud room or something like that. Could be a pet door. Um there's all sorts of things out there these days and I just hit the old the old uh, the old fashioned ones. You may look at possibly planning to keep the house and and turn it into a rental. Have you thought of being a landlord? That's a great way. That's a fantastic way if you can afford it, you know, to to distance yourself from that overpayment and fast forward 10, 15, 20 years your 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 tenant will help you pay down your mortgage and pay your bills. Yes, you are responsible for maintenance still. You will probably uh enjoy some tax benefits. Consult your accountant on that. All right? But if you can afford that, make that a goal now, you know? Learn about it. What does it mean? How do I obtain a tenant? Do I need a property manager? Okay. How am I going to get out of this house financially and into a new house? Well, you need to talk to a lender about that. What will be needed if you want to move in four years? But keep that existing mortgage. Okay. And then last... I hate to say it, but be prepared to take a hit. If you dropped thirty extra thousand of your savings into this house, try to chip away at that. You may end up having to walk away losing ten, fifteen thousand, sometimes the full amount, sometimes more. But we hope that's not the case. But just be prepared. Be prepared and and be hopefully able to learn from this situation. You're in the house now or you're about to be. What can you do to make the best of it? You've got to enjoy it. All right? It's the American dream. Enjoy your house. And I hope those were helpful helpful tips for you to give to your clients on how to deal with the fact that they have, in some instances overpaid for a house We're we're seeing people pay 110 percent of what the list price is prices is sometimes so that's gonna that's gonna cause issue down the road if we don't plan for it now thank you for joining me on mission forge have a great one